Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Spokane Hoopcast on iHeartRadio. Brought to you by Hooptown USA. Hosted by Bo Brock and Matt Santangelo. Welcome into the Spokane Hoopcast. Bo Brock, Matt Santangelo, hanging out here at the iHeart Media Studios just outside of downtown Spokane. And after a little time off, the Hoopcast is back. And we're joined by our friend Tom Hudson returns to the podcast for the second time. Tom, thanks for joining us. Oh, great to be here. It's basketball <laughs> season. This is kind of fun. Yeah. Just about. Just a couple, uh, what, weeks away now from a tip of another Zag season coming off just an incredible run to the final game of the NCAA tournament. Unfortunately, they ran into a buzzsaw that was the Baylor Bears. We can kind of recap last season, but the excitement's really begun for this team. Chet Holmgren coming into town, five-star recruit. Just how does this feel? I mean, with with kind of a new look to the program where it's going to rely upon a lot of youngsters. You know, it's interesting because I, I think having, you know, and, and Matt can attest to a lot of what I'm going to say today, I think, uh, again. But, you know, you look at, you know, Drew Timmy coming back is huge. Yeah. Okay, because you've got a guy who's been in the program, you, you know, and Anton being back is really big. And again, Andrew Nemhard, a lot of college basketball experience now his second year, right? Because that's the thing that I, I think when everybody gets excited, you get all these five stars, you get all these young kids. Well, look at the blue blood programs in the country have struggled going through this stuff and, and kind of this transition. I mean, look at Duke and Kentucky and look at North Carolina, you know, where, you know, in Kansas to a degree, although they've seemed to, to for the most part, uh, be able to get over it. But, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're relying on all these freshmen. And what's made Gonzaga so special has been continuity, mm-hmm. right? It's been program guys. It's been the foundation that Matt and, and his group kind of helped set that, okay, this is how we do it. This is the Zag way. Yeah. And that's carried over. And so I think that's the interesting part. I, I think having those guys come back, you know, Drew especially, uh, is is huge for this team. But then you do look at those those young kids and you're just like, my goodness. I mean, Chet and then, you know, I mean, how crazy is it? Hunter Salas is what the sixth ranked recruit, depending on which site you're looking at. People are barely even talking about him, mm-hmm. right? Nolan Hickman is yeah. a top 20 recruit. You're barely even talking about it. You know, we're talking, and then, you know, Caden Perry. Yeah. I mean, Caden Perry, the kid from Battleground, is a top 50 recruit, and people are barely even talking about him. It's it's unbelievable how how deep and how good this young class is. So you have you been able to see him play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we? What's the? How's the eye test? I mean, don't go don't go player by player, but <laughs> right. just generally when you see that much talent assembled. Or is this is this an airport team or are we, uh, this, do they know what they're doing? Maddie, this is uh, this is a legitimate team. I was joking. I went to practice, you know, and you're sitting there and you're watching, and guys are missing shots, and you're kind of like, you know, oh, okay, you know. And then we go to craziness in the kennel, right? And the lights are on, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's really good. Mm, uh, yep, uh, yes, yes, indeed, right? And and that's it, it was, and even in practice, you know, I, I'm, I'm being a little facetious, but I, I mean, it is. I, I mean, when you look at them, I mean, it, it all works, you know. I mean, I think. You know, you see Chet and what he can do, and, and it's crazy. Um, you, you see those guards. And, you know, I don't know that it's quite the level like we saw with Jalen last year, right? I mean, Jalen's yeah. one of those kind of, you know, I would always tell guys coming in or guys that I would see, you know, depending. It's like you're going to see two or three things tonight that you don't normally see. 
Jalen kind of had that. But with, with those other guys, I mean, they're they're really, really close. I mean, it, it looks, you know, really good. And then, you know, the Bolton kid from Iowa State, yeah. I mean, he scored 15 and a half a game in the Big wow. 12, mm-hmm. right? And he looks pretty darn good, too. So, yeah, they, they look good. A lot of old school basketball heads want to talk about, well, there's one basketball. But you have to really take in consideration these days, especially with the offensive flow that the Zags have and the pace they want to play at. There's going to be plenty of possessions and, you know, enough looks for all these guys to get their opportunities in this offense. I think I talked to a guy from the Orlando Magic last week. We did a podcast thing with him. He was was wanting to talk about Jalen. And he said that Jalen had made a comment to him, you know, because he averaged, what, 14 and a half points last year, right? And the guy said, 14 and a half. And he said, you know what? See, I didn't have to score. Mm. You know, if I needed to, I could have scored 22 a game, but I didn't have to because the guys around me, that wasn't necessarily my job, right? Mm -hmm. And so to your point, I I think Coach Few has been one of the great things they've done over the years is figure out how to keep guys happy and guys Mm -hmm. get their shots and, and they are happy with their roles because they're winning a lot of basketball games, right? And I, I think, too, when you look at all the success Gonzaga has had, you're not asking Bolton to come in and score 16 a game, right? You're not asking Chet. I mean, maybe Chet's going to come in and do it, but it's yeah. not necessarily you have to come in and save our program, right? Like, if you don't come in and score 28 a game, then we're in big trouble, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're, we're okay. We've got a kid named Drew Timmy who's, you know, the preseason favorite for player of the year. So we're all right. We've got a fifth-year you know, point guard who's a really good player. So we've got the foundation in place. And so, yeah, it is. I, I mean, they, they work the ball around. They seem to keep everybody happy, and, and that's been a lot of fun to see. And I think it's been great to be able to watch them have success at the next level. Yep. So they're kind of validating that you can come in and average 14 a game and be the fourth pick in, you know, in the NBA draft. We was yeah. fourth, right? What was Jalen go yep. fourth or fifth? Um, fifth, right? Yeah, fifth, yeah. Yeah, fifth to Orlando. Yeah. So I think, you know, they're starting to prove is like you don't have to, you can't come in, buy into the team, win a bunch of games, have some fun, be the, you know, the shining star of college basketball as a group uh, and still get your individual success. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that. It's, uh, it, you're not, the expectation isn't for him to, for Chet to be Kevin Durant where he needs to come in and score 35 and grab 20 rebounds yep. to mm-hmm. hoist that program back into relevance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is there's still a lot in place for Chet to kind of yeah. take And he'll probably time. do it a few times. Yeah, that's here. The upside's incredible. Uh-huh. So what are the challenges this uh, team's facing really out of the gates, in your opinion, you know, to start, start off the uh, season? You know, I think, you know, we talked to Stephen Gentry at Craziness in the Kennel, and, and I think uh, Matt can really talk to this probably better than I can, but... You know, when you talk about depth, you know, over all these years, you know, there have been times like, gosh, this team's really deep. But then I think when you get into practice and you start to see rotations come together, you understand, right? You're like, okay, 8, 9, and 10, yeah, they can jump in and help in a pinch. They can maybe play, you know, 6 to 8 minutes, and, and we can, you know, use them in, in spot opportunities. But it kind of separates, right? I mean, you see, okay, that kid's going to be really good, but he's a freshman. And mm-hmm. once he's been in the program for a year, puts on some weight. And I think Julian Strother is going to be a, a perfect example of that. I, I thought Julian looked great the other day uh, at craziness, you know. Um, this year, when you look at it, I mean, you legitimately have, and Dominic Harris is hurt, but, you know, if you include him, we have 11 guys who yeah. have a very solid argument to be in the rotation. And when you're watching practice, you know, and you're watching them go up and down the floor, there isn't a drop-off. You know, you're not looking at like, okay, well – I can tell that guy maybe doesn't quite belong yet, right? I mean, I, I remember was it when we were in Indianapolis, I think Sports Illustrated wrote a story about the Gonzaga Monday scrimmage, right? And that might be the most competitive game they've played since they played Iowa in December or whatever. Yeah. Well, guess what? I mean, if that was the case last year, it's going to be, you know, threefold this year because, I mean, every single kid uh, that's going to go five on five is is a legitimate 
you know, high level college basketball player. Mm-hmm. So the days of the old dogs being invited back yeah, to, yeah. To, <laughs> to fill out the five on five, probably not the case anymore. Huh? We, used, yeah. we used to do that. We used to get called back and be able to go run scout team. Mm-hmm. I was Della Vadova a few times yeah. back in the day uh, for St. Mary's. I, I bet you could still go hold your own a little yeah. bit. You, you can figure it out, <laughs> yeah. Maddie. It, it's uh, it's crafty enough, old veteran is yeah. what it would be. Not enough looks for you, though. I mean, it's, I, like, yeah, <laughs> I, it's written into the contract, not makes, right. just attempts. I, there's an attempt minimum. Um, when you talk about, you know, obviously there's all these stars, but the unique kind of capacity of a Drew Timmy Chet Holmgren combination front court. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about huge IQ, huge skill, ability to score it. You know, now with Chet being a little bit of a more of a rim protector with yeah. his length, um, that changes the dynamic. Have you, I mean, you've been around college basketball for a long time. You're a huge fan. Has there ever been a combo that this that at this skill yeah. at, at that, those two positions in college basketball? I, it's going to be crazy. I don't know. I mean, honestly, Matt, to, to watch those two guys play together because and it's unique too, right? I mean, that's what makes it kind of fun. Yeah. Is Drew is a throwback, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all footwork, and he's not you know jumping up and touching the the top of the backboard and doing all that stuff. And then Chet is a unicorn. Yeah. All right. I mean, he's a seven foot kid who can grab a rebound and run the break. You know, dribbling the ball behind his back and and doing all the stuff. I mean, it's it is going to be amazing to see. And I, I'm with you. Like I I think. You know, it's got an opportunity to be one of those things that's kind of a transformational, like, wow, we were really fortunate we got to see this because this is a, a one-two on the front court that, that you can't, uh, you'll, you'll never duplicate. I, I think it'd be really difficult. And I think it's interesting because, Chet, you talk about being a rim protector, and then just he's so long. So, you know, he's in the paint, A, when you when you come at him. But if a guy gets around him, and we saw it a few times in craziness, well, I mean, the makeup capability yeah. is, is yeah. crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah. just, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch him play. And then even free Drew up a little bit, right? Because that's not, and Drew held his own last year. I mean, we're going to give him some credit, yeah. but that's not his strength, right? Yeah. Right, to be a guy who's going to stay in the, the paint and, and protect the rim. So, you know, having that is, is going to be a, a whole lot of fun. But you're right, Matt. I, I can't recall... Yeah. Yeah. You know, two, two guys. Like I mean, you, that, we've had but, the dominant bigs, of yeah. course. You know, Twin Towers, even you go way back. Yeah. But they weren't this kind of skill. It was a different offensive I, yeah, I was offering. Carolina, Sean May, Marvin yeah. Williams. Yeah. Coming yeah. In, but that was back to the basket guy in Sean May, where Drew Timmy can be a lot more versatile. And then, of course, what Chet brings to the table, I think a little bit higher of a prospect, even than Marvin Williams, who's yeah. top five pick. And yeah. you think about their passing ability. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know Drew was, I mean, uh, he, he, Dropping dimes. I yep. remember the celebration. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not only did he do it, but he had a celebration <laughs> afterwards. So, like, uh, I think that that part's going to be really dynamic um, and totally fun to watch. Yeah, no doubt about it. The uh, the crazies in the kennel. Was that going on back when you were playing? We used to do Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. Okay. And we would, we and would actually awesome, go at midnight, yeah. do the same yeah. thing, dunk contest, three-point shootout, red-blue scrimmage. But then we would practice. So we would be done about 1 a.m. and we would practice till about three, and that'd be our first practice of the year. And it was awesome. Like it great was tradition. that is it was a great tradition. Yeah. Any any uh, highlights that you that you remember? I mean, how many did you how many dunk down? how many dunk <laughs> contests did I win? Well, I was there for five years. <laughs> uh, we had some sneaky athletes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Richie Fromm, of course, was a great athlete. Casey Calvary was was one of the best that had ever gone through there. Um, sneaky, my redshirt year was Kyle Dixon, who was the senior starting point guard. He actually won the dunk contest that year from Sisters, Oregon. Uh, he, so we had some good athletes, but it was packed. I mean, the kennel showed up, and it was a big old party, And, mm-hmm. and but at midnight, it was yeah, uh, it was something else. Cool, yep. Bo Brock, Matt Santangelo, Tom Hudson, of course, the voice of Zags basketball here on the Spokane Hoopcast. We're back after a little bit of a hiatus, and we're glad to be talking to you. Of course, Hooptown 101.5, 590 KQNT. Have you heard anything from the new players, the incoming freshmen, about 
Hoop Town USA about Spokane? <laughs> what are their initial uh, just insights? You know what's funny, Bo, and it's it's crazy to think where we are today compared to this time last year. You know, I, I tell a story. I didn't get an opportunity to speak to Jalen mm-hmm. until January. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, because I wasn't in the bubble with the team. So literally, yeah. you know, St. Julian Strother, you know, I mean, it was funny. I walked up and I said hello and we were laughing. I was like, you know, hey, usually I would have you know, had a conversation with you once or twice. Right. And so it is kind of interesting. I haven't had a chance to really talk to any of the players yet. We talked to Andrew Nemhart uh, at Craziness in the Kennel. Uh, like I said, I, I watched practice, but it's opening up a little bit, you, you know, and, you know, being even allowed in the gym just to sit and watch practice was was pretty special. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had a chance to talk to them yet. But I, I will tell you this, you know, I mean, recruiting events are planned around what HoopFest is doing, yeah. right? I, I mean, they, and as a matter of fact, I think this yep. weekend or this year, unfortunately, uh, with the cancellation, I mean, they, you know, Brian Michaels and I were talking about, like, you know, they had some, you know, some visits planned and you better believe that, uh, yeah, they they sell it really hard and, uh, and I think, too, now, you know, you look at those kids coming in, and I think it does excite them. I, yeah. I mean, I do. I, I think being around it is uh, is really cool. And, um, yeah, but it'll be fascinating to talk to them about it here pretty quick and, and see because, uh, yeah, it's going to be nice to be able to see people. And Well, yeah, so craziness had student section. I mean, yeah. crazy, the kennel was full. That was a year and a half in the making. When yeah. was the last time you were in a basketball game with, you know, with a full crowd like that? Yeah, it was crazy. And it was, and that was the thing. It was, it was exciting. And I said this, and I hope that I didn't offend anybody, but I'm going to continue to say it. <laughs> you know, it, it was fun to see all of that excitement after not having a year. And it was funny, you know, we're sitting there and interviewing Andrew Nemhard while the thing's going on. And you're just like, Andrew's never seen this before. This, he wow. was like, he said, you know what? I don't know if I've ever been as nervous for a basketball game as hyped. And he's like, and this is just a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, but I'd heard about all of this and I haven't played in front of anybody for, you know, for over a year. So, I mean, it's crazy to hear a fifth year senior be that excited about it, you know, and then, you know, our freshman from last year, you know, same thing. Julian Strother has never played in front of uh, fans. So, you know, that's that's nuts. And and, uh, getting back to where I hope I don't offend anyone, (laughs) you know, I I want people I I want that excitement to continue. You know, you get into that thing sometimes where you say, hey, you don't know what you have until you miss it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yep. you come back and because, you know, you do get a feeling sometimes because we've been so successful. And honestly, the program has made it look so easy that I think people sometimes kind of take for granted what's going on. And, and I I'm very hopeful that people say, wow, we miss this. This is really special. I mean, we're witnessing something. And I've said it several times. I, I saw somebody from ESPN said it, but I've been on this one for a little bit. I mean, tell me a better story in college basketball. I, I mean, over the last 40 or 50 years and maybe ever. Even in college athletics, for a school that when Matt got here to, to what it is right now, um, you know, and hopefully we can, you know, say, okay, yeah. wow, like we're excited that this is happening again and, and we're all in. Uh, I'm, I'm really hopeful we get that again. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, we're seeing it in college football right now, players getting to play in front of fans again in the mm-hmm. NFL. It's just, it's great. And I thought that Coach Few and his staff did, there wasn't a team or a program better in the country adapting to playing in front of, no crowds. And mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see how they, you know, return the serve here is, is now they're playing in front of a lot of player uh, teams. You, I mean, you mentioned during the season last year how it's just going to be kind of eerie to be in those arenas where you're used to people yelling and screaming at yeah. you. you. You mean you packed your shoes, your uniform, you know, your, pra- your warm-up, and you pack, packed your, the crowd. You packed the yeah. energy, too. You had to bring it all to the gym yeah. with you because it wasn't none of it was provided. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did. And then, you know, the, the you talked last time you were on the show uh, – Huddy around testing, you know, the disruption in the day-to-day life that they were going through just to be able to live in that bubble and, and be able to play. And that, you know, there, I'm sure there's still some requirements and things going on. However, 
it's opening up for them too. So they're mm-hmm. a little bit more normalcy for their day-to-day life as well. Yeah. Vegas, are you excited about going to Vegas, taking on Shashevsky in his last season? I mean, there's some really cool games on the schedule. It, it's awesome, Bo. And then, you know, before that, right? I mean, the fact that they scheduled, you know, I mean, we're going to play UCLA on that Tuesday, right? So we're mm-hmm. going to play Central Michigan on Monday, yeah. you know, and, and then you play UCLA. It's going to be obviously a great game and there's going to be all the hype around it. And then, you know, Duke. And how crazy is that to think when we first were talking, hey, we're going to play Duke in Las Vegas, that it might get overshadowed for a few days, right? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that, that's remarkable. But I, I think that's going to be a, a heck of a trip. And it's, it's going to be great to see, you know, Duke again. I think they've got a good squad. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're looking, I mean, depending, I mean, they're in your top 10. I saw somebody had them in the top 15, but I think they're maybe a little bit better than that. They got the kid from uh, from the West Side uh, that uh, Gonzaga was going to get, the Banchero kid. Yep. yep. Who's a high-level Pablo, kid. But I, yep. I think they're going to be... Uh, really good. So it's going to be a blast. And with it being Coach K's, you know, last game, we've had an opportunity to see Coach K uh, a few times. And, you know, I mean, how cool that is, you know, yeah. and to see the, the language last is part. a little rough, though. <laughs> it, you know, it I is. remember that going like, oh, my Coach K, you can't isn't say that. that I know. You know, isn't it so you're funny? Coach K. Uh, did you see where his uh, tickets to the Duke, North Carolina game uh, sold for a million bucks? Wow. No way. Uh huh. Which see I think, well, I don't know what when it falls in the season, but it'll be his last. At Cameron? At Cameron. Okay. Wow. And I mean, was, you know, tighter. the thing was like two uh, or three, like, you know, I'm sure huge benefactors to the university, but they, they went to auction and they wow. sold for a million dollars. Wow. That is something. That's Man. Unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. I mean, just wow. an incredible legacy, you know, and I think, I think you're right, Tom. I think they're going to bounce back. It's going to be a better team coming at you from the Blue Devils. And it, it reminds you of the game that they had uh, as far as on the regular season schedule, the one we had here in North Carolina coming to town. But I yeah. think, a little bit better team than than the Tar Heels brought that, you know, we saw yeah. it. Uh, was it Spokane Arena? Uh, that one oh, was on campus. On, campus. on campus. Okay. Yeah, on campus. Yeah. yeah, this is as far west as Duke's coming as Vegas. I don't think you'd ever get them past <laughs> yeah. that one. <laughs> no, no, that is uh, that's a stretch. Yeah. Except for, except for flying over on the way to Maui every yeah, four exactly. years, right? <laughs> is it is it a fair time, Tom, to start speculating on what the starting five looks like? I think so for us, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure the coaches, and it was funny, you know, talking to Stephen Gentry, one of the things that he did say in his first year coach coming back, uh, uh, it was former walk-on, but you know, they're kind of excited, I think about some of the combinations yeah. and some of the different kind of lineups they can throw out there. But I mean, obviously Andrew Nemhart's going to start at the point, right? I, I think that's a, an easy one. My guess is, you know, with Texas, you know, the second game of the regular season, Coach Hughes probably, you know, I mean, he loves experience, right? And Bolton, you know, transferring in from from Iowa State. He's got a lot of playing time under his belt. I would suspect he'll start at the two. Um, you know, I kind of like Julian at the three. Yeah, I, I, I think know. he's, like I said, and he was a little, like watching him at craziness, a, a little more bouncy, uh, moved around a little bit better, you know, maybe just being, again, in college for a year and working out and yep. doing all that stuff. I, I like him there. And then obviously, you know, you, you've got Chet. And Drew, who you know, who are going to start, for, you know, for sure. I mean, I think what's what's so interesting when you talk about all that, you know, now you're looking at, you could argue with me, you know, three or four other, five other combinations, and yeah. I'd say, yeah. yeah, you know, that, yeah. I mean, that that probably makes sense. And you know, I mean, you look at Anton, you know, I mean, he came off, he started last year, came off the bench at the end of the season. It's a third year guy, you know, and and you know what he brings. I, I thought he actually he looked pretty good uh, in craziness. And then those you know those young freshman guards and you know Ben Gregg has gotten lost in the in the conversation. He you know he graduated from uh, from high school down in Portland early last year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so uh, he looked pretty good. And then we talked about Caden Perry a little bit, and I yeah. I don't expect him to be in that rotation just yet. I mean I think he's a pretty raw basketball player, but craziness in the kennel. I mean he's 
360 dunks. I mean, he's, he's 6'10". He's in the slam dunk competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he impressed me. I mean, just really bouncy, really athletic. So, you know, you could see him, in theory, getting some playing time. But then, uh, Matt, you know, I mean, Coach primarily has run a three-man kind of rotation at the 4-5 spot, right? Yeah. So let's do the math real quick. I mean, you've got <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you've got Anton, you've got Chet, you've got Ben Gregg. Uh, you also have Caden Perry. I mean, that's five guys. You know, you, you already need to cut that to three. So I, I think that's going to be interesting to see. What about you guys? Do you have any feel on well, the, starters? Well, you know, the not starting the freshman, the Hunter Solace, Nolan Hickman combo, not having one of those is really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll see various, you know, various versions of that. I really like Anton off the bench mm-hmm. um, because I think it takes some of the, he can come in and really be a, you know, he can be the charge guy, the glue guy, do all those little things that he's, that he is capable of doing um, and, and take some of the pressure off him because, you know, you're, you don't have, you can go out and play your, your backside mm-hmm. off for five, six, seven, eight minutes. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, you got Drew and Cheddar coming back. So I, I like that. Um, I haven't seen uh, Bolton play yet, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really curious. I've heard really good things about him. Obviously, a great you know uh, uh, experience in college so far, um, but you know the, the kind of picking up how quickly they pick up the sophistication of Gonzaga's mm-hmm. offense is always a question mark this time of the year too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that second unit really intrigues me. If that's what it looks like, what, mm-hmm. what, you, what you outlined, honey, is like yeah. it's got to have a, It's going to have a ton of energy. Well, it's well, have a ton yeah. Of and, and Bo, I've got a quick question for Matt on that because you know we had this discussion for a second of how deep realistically you can go with a rotation. Yeah. Can can you go nine or ten and say you're going to play for four minutes as hard as you possibly can, and then we're going to take you out? Now, uh, again, this isn't because everybody's equal as a three star. I mean, this is everybody's yeah. you know feels pretty comparable as four and five stars. I'm not sure, but but what are your thoughts on on could you potentially go that deep or do, do you really? kind of whittle it down here at some point. I think you would whittle it down. And, and obviously, Coach Few's history is that way. The coaching staff mm-hmm. always, you know, runs with their top seven, top eight, maybe. Um, you know, I think in this case, especially early on in the season, you got to give them all kind of, you know, an opportunity to prove one way or the other, you know, mm-hmm. prove or disprove their yeah. their uh, uh, relevancy in the lineup and in the rotation. Um, but you hope that, you know, there's enough WCC games mm-hmm. that you start to see some turnover uh, and you see some more opportunity, especially if they're all at that level. I mean, yeah. if you have to kind of dumb it down to dumb it down to three star, you right. know, yeah. <laughs> or so spoiled, if you have to right. dumb no, it exactly, down to three right. star <laughs> level. Um, but if you want to keep it up to where where these guys are, you're going to want to see, um, you know, you have some opportunity throughout the year to to make sure guys are getting minutes and, and exposure. And like I said, we talked about, there's enough proof of success that you don't have to average 22. Yeah. You don't have to have 30 minutes a night. You can do it on 18, 20, 22 yeah. minutes a night. Be effic- effective and efficient for those minutes and still get to you, you know, where you want to go at the next level. Yeah. And I do think, too, you know, what's kind of interesting about this now, because I don't think we've ever had to have this conversation, but with the transfer rule now and with the NIL thing that's in place that, you know, hey, here's a freshman who's a top 50 recruit who's not playing, mm-hmm. you know, and they're walking through the handshake line and somebody says, hey, they're not playing you. Like, here's the deal. We can get you X, Y, Z, and yeah. you can come and play next year. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I saw one of the college coaches, and I wish I remember who it was, was talking about – like roster management now is becoming just as important as coaching because you've got to keep people happy. And, you know, and so many of these kids have people in their ears. You know, what do you mean that guy's playing in front of you? Like, how come you're not playing right. more than 15 minutes a game? And and the very fact that there's no 
penalty to sit out a year if you transfer it. You can just go somewhere and yeah. play. That, that part is, and, and I'm not talking about for us. I'm just talking about college for basketball sure. in, in general. Yeah. Uh, there, there are going to be some interesting things that happen yeah. there. Winning cures all. That is yeah, very that, true. That, it has that, for a lot of years. Yeah. That is the truth. Everybody has stayed happy. That yeah. is very true. It, it's interesting because of the success from Jalen Suggs, and this question for both of you, Matt and, and Tom, as far as not all five-star recruits are created equal. It's a nice problem to have. What, what, are you, what do you expect, especially from the guard play? It's going to be different from Jalen Suggs from 2021 and 2022. Mm, that's a that's a great question. You know, and I I do think Jalen was probably the perfect five star kid to to start this thing off, right? Yeah. To, to be that that level because I just unbelievable kid, you, you know, and just wanted to win. I mean, I talked to him, and I may have told you guys this. I mean, the stuff that he was saying was just phenomenal. About you know, this wasn't a stop for him. I mean, we all knew he was going to be a, a top five, top ten pick, but he wanted to come and win a national championship. He bought into Gonzaga. He bought into college basketball. It was great, right? So again, as Matt talked about, like so, winning cures everything. Well, here was the blueprint from a kid who came yeah. in and said, you know what, I don't have to come in and do all this stuff. I can yeah. come in and fit in and buy into the program and understand that, you know, this thing is successful and it works. So I think that really sets up for these kids coming in this year. You know, hey, okay, like it worked for him. He didn't go and take a bunch of bad shots. He mm-hmm. dove on the floor. He made team plays. He did all these things. And look what happened. He's playing in Orlando, you know, after six months on campus. So, you know, I, I do think it's be interesting to, to watch those those young kids come in and play. I mean, obviously, Chet, you know, I mean, it's and it's been around Chet forever, right? I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's been talking about him for, for a long time. And those other kids, I think, uh, you know, I mean, just watching them in, in practice and watching them at, at craziness, I know it's very early, but they seem to get along. Everybody seemed really happy and excited about it. But I, I do think, you know, hopefully that set a, a really good foundation for, for these kids coming through. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I think, uh, you know, Jalen's composure and maturity last year did set the tone. Mm-hmm. And then Gonzaga, historically, in the, over this run, has done an awesome job of creating that team chemistry from early on, from their commitment to off-court activities to mm-hmm. the camping trips to the mm-hmm. you know the goofy stuff that they do just to create that camaraderie and that trust in each other and really try to break down and create some vulnerable moments so you can grow together without yeah. the bravado that you need in sports you know without that that you know these are athletes you know Chet's been used to it but these other athletes have been identified now since third grade mm-hmm. as superstars um, and so I think Gonzaga on that side with, you know, the help of Travis Knight and his great program has really done a nice job of, of, of breaking down those barriers early on so that you can move along quick, more quickly in building a team and buying into the, the culture of the program. Do you imagine any kind of obstacles or does it become tougher with Coach Few being out for the first couple games? Or is it who's going to be in place and what's the plan, I guess, with him? being absent well you know it's, it's going to be interesting because brian michelson will take over uh, you know the the game day stuff um and you know i say this about brian a, a lot you know we, we talk about it. obviously losing tommy lloyd and him taking the job at arizona you know hurts i mean i think most people be like okay well tommy's you know been here for 20 years and you know he can slide right in and i think people have you know just a little bit of just the unknown with b mike but i always try to say hey look you know tommy was in his fifth or sixth year once and none of you knew his name yeah. right like we, <laughs> nobody talked about tommy right. lloyd has, has done all these wonderful things right yeah. so uh, you know, you, you saw the promise in him, and obviously he lived up to it. And I think that's where Brian is. And now it's Brian's turn to take that step to kind of the next level. And, you know, and, and I think he's more than capable. I've gotten to know him, you know, very well. And uh, he's, he's really smart, and he's got a really good feel for the game. He's a great recruiter now. You know, everybody talks about, hey, who grabs A, B, and C? And, you know, the two kids from Minnesota that uh, have come through the last two years, Brian's been a big part of that. And so I, I think he's got uh, an opportunity to, to really continue to grow. And so, you know, he'll he'll be the guy that, that we see. And then, 
Um, you know, I, I think, again, it, it's the hope of the continuity of the program and everything that's gone on and having some of those upperclassmen around that are going to be able to, uh, you know, kind of keep everybody moving uh, in, in the right direction. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, for Brian, he's able to get in there and, and find some confidence, you know, and, and, yeah. and take care of things. And then, you know, I think uh, having Roger in the program for a few years and then even Stephen Gentry coming back, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just a guy who knows what we do, yeah. I, I think will help kind of calm this down a little bit. Yep. Nothing to add on that one. I think <laughs> I think I'm a big fan of B Mike. I think he's yeah. going to do great. Yeah, we yeah. we co- we talked to Coach Gentry after he came back from yep. Illinois, and uh, you were we were, I was encouraged. I'm sure you were mad as well. I, I I would love to be a fly in the wall for Coach Few watching the game, not be <laughs> at the game. I think that would be yeah. interesting. People watching just uh, experiments. Yeah, <laughs> just head and hands the whole time. Going, oh, my gosh. Just don't yeah. put anything valuable around him in, in his basement or wherever he may be watching the game. You, you guys have any speculation where he might watch? You think he's going to be at home? Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Oh, yeah. I don't... imagine a home. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think mm-hmm. he's going to find the closest river to go maybe uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, wait, there's a, ga- there's a game tonight? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, we could do this for another couple hours. A uh, lot of excitement, of course. Looking forward to Tom Hudson, of course, the voice of the Zags. Just a couple weeks away, you know, from another great season expected for for Gonzaga basketball. Matt, any parting words? For well, you? I want to say uh, congratulations. It's oh. the 20th year, wow. the 20th anniversary of Tom Hudson becoming the voice of the Zags. Yeah. So that's uh, quite a milestone. And, yeah. and, and Bo Matt's uh, not speaking to uh, his awesome job. Him and uh, his wife and my wife put together a little party the other night, and oh, nice. uh, it was fantastic. I, they completely had me caught off guard. I mean, tell you how smart I am. We walked in, we, we went out to dinner and then they, they took me to Jack and Dan's and it would trust yeah. me. It was really hard to get him to go to Jack yeah. and Dan's after dinner. So it was a, we twisted his arm. Yeah, they did. So, so finally after saying, no, I just want to go home and go to bed. I finally agreed like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. But no, but so we walk in there and we go into the back room and I see uh, Mark Lacey and our boss uh, at Learfield. And then uh, I see some of our neighbors and I'm looking around like, why is he here? And what are they doing here? And I was like, oh, hey, wait a second. So, no, it was awesome. It was so cool to to be with Matt, who, uh, you know, I worked with, obviously, and hopefully we'll get to again here at some point. And, uh, you know, some other folks, I mean, Coach Hertz was there, which was awesome. Our neighbors, and we've got a great neighborhood. We live right down the street from Matt. And, you know, a lot of the administrators and the folks from GU have been around. So it was was really cool. And, you know, I I say it all the time. I'm so blessed to have just, like, kind of stumbled into, you know, this job, you know, and then just to see it grow. I don't think you could have known. I mean, we all say that, but, you know, for me, you're just kind of looking at it like, wow, okay. And, you know, Matt and I are sitting there calling a national championship game. You're like, yeah. wow, this is really happening, you know? It's like, <laughs> I mean, it, it has been remarkable, and I, I've, I've been really fortunate to, to be a part of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Somebody said, you're going to do 20 more, and I was like, well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to see. But, yeah. uh, but no, it, it's been a great ride. So thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Yep. It's incredible. If you want to hear the origin story or how Tom made his way to the uh, Inland Northwest from Grand Junction, right? Grand Junction, yeah. yeah. You were mm-hmm. working in Grand Junction and just uh, on a whim for the most part. Yeah. Just out about the position and here are 20 years later. Just uh, congratulations on thanks. a great run so far and looking forward to this season. Matt, another great job getting Tom back in here. It's, it's been a great conversation. Anything going Lo- on with- loving the new digs here yeah. at iHeart. Awesome yeah. We're going to have to get some eyes on it. Maybe we'll uh, put ourselves on YouTube here in the next couple weeks. But um, indoor league continues. For indoor the- league continues. Uh, youth AAU registration is done. Boo ball registration is open. That's third through eighth grade boys and girls. All that stuff is at SpokaneHoopFest.net. 
Um, we will play basketball again, yeah. and it's nice to be planning for that. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. 2022 in June is going to be fantastic. I'm going to say that with uh, tempered expectations, but, you know, <laughs> we're going to be optimistic about it. Thanks for tuning in to the Spokane Hoopcast. Of course, Hooptown 101.5, 590 KQNT, and, of course, wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.